Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 274. So this is our Monday edition of Kingdom Success and excited to be able to talk to you guys today and honored that I can talk to you because, man, I tell you, um, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And sometimes you got to say that by faith and, you know, believe that God really loves me. God really loves me. So I've been talking about that for a little while now. That's just a, it's been such a, uh, just a stirring in my heart over the last couple of weeks here that Jesus loves me. And I, I've been watching this, uh, is, I, don't want, I don't want to call it a documentary, but it's a dramatization of the Gospels, a sitcom basically. It's in uh, the, I think they're getting ready to release this third season. But my wife and I were in the second season and I believe the kids and all of us were, were just now getting ready to, we just wrapped up the first season with the kids. And it's called The Chosen, and it's on an app. It's an app, and you can actually uh, screencast it to your, uh, to your TV if you've got some kind of um, you know, Apple TV or uh, Chromecast type thing to your, uh, to your TV or Roku or whatever it is. Uh, it might be on PureFlix, I'm not sure. But, uh, gang, I'm telling you, uh, it is, it's just a great reminder of how much the Jesus loves me. You know, I'm his favorite. I, I know you guys might <laughs> not like me saying that, but I, I'm his favorite. I, I just am. I'm, I'm his, <clears throat> I am his beloved. And uh, I'm excited about that because it, it, again, like I've said before, it fuels my faith. It, it brings surety to the promises that God has, has got for me that is out there. I know that, you know, I, I could go down a rabbit trail and talk about, you know, a blood covenant and that how that when two people go into a blood covenant uh, of like what uh, God the Father and, and, and Abraham actually did, then, then that that is like, it is a whole nother level. I believe David and uh, Jonathan even had a blood covenant, and there, those that blood covenant overrides a whole—I mean, a whole lot of things. I mean, it's it's a pretty serious subject. But anyway, I like—I've been just meditating on the love that Jesus has for me, and uh, man, it's it's really been good good stuff for me. But anyway, I wanted to talk to you guys today about a weapon in your arsenal. You know, you've got several weapons in your arsenal. I don't know if you realize that. Your words are weapons. Uh, your, um, your faith is a weapon. You know, if you go down the list of um, all the different um, 
I guess, uh, armor things that, that that Paul describes. You know, the helmet of salvation, the the sword of the spirit, the um, shield of faith, the 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 um, belt of truth. You know, all these things are part of your armory or part of your weaponry that you have. And I wanted to bring up another another one that I had to remind a gentleman uh, just earlier this week about. He he's you know I'm just going to go ahead and call it what it is. He's going through kind of a tough time. Um, he's had some family situations happen, uh, financial difficulties. I mean, it's just say it seems like he's getting kind of hit from multiple sides. And um, I wanted to send him just a quick you know message. Uh, more of a voice note and just remind him of a weapon that he had and to make sure he's utilizing that weapon so that he he can combat the enemy. <clears throat> I, I posted something on my Instagram page <clears throat> a little while back and it uh, bears worth uh, repeating. And I'm not going to read this while I'm driving. That would not be a good idea right there but it says you can't uh, it says something to the fact that you cannot worship and worry at the same time you cannot worship and worry at the same time and I know that I've said you know your work is your worship and your worship is your work that is a very true statement, and I just want to kind of focus in on worship and and also praise, praise and worship. I'm going to give three different accounts uh, in the Word that clearly <clears throat> let you know that, guess what? If you go out, if you have to do battle, the very first thing that you know you want to do is to put your praise and worship on first thing in the morning. So, a couple of examples. Number one, you can look at when the children of Israel were actually going around uh, the walls of Jericho, circling the walls of Jericho. The thing that Joshua did, he put the uh, people with the ram's horn, I believe it was the ram's horn, uh, in the front or at least the, either the singers, the musicians, in the front of the actual procession of marching around the actual walls. Now, so that should be a clue to you that, okay, you know, if I'm going to go into battle, if I'm going to go take a city or I'm going to go and do something, then praise and worship should be at the forefront of my mind. Here's another example. King Jehoshaphat was a righteous king for uh, the um, for for Judah, and all of a sudden, out, out of nowhere, a sudden attack was you know told to him that was coming from I think three or four different armies. This is found in Second Chronicles, I believe, chapter twenty. <clears throat> they were coming at him, and lo and behold. He called a fast, so that, there's, there's, a, there's a weapon, called a fast <clears throat> to him, for himself and for the, for the nation, 
they came together, they began to pray and seek the Lord. There's obviously some more weapons being used. But then, when he got the word of the Lord and know what to do, I want you to notice what he did. He put the praise, let's just call it the praise band, <laughs> the praise and worship band out front and began to march out towards their victory that they knew they had. So there's number two. There's, there's a second example of what just happened. Now, I want to use this third example from the New Testament. And this is an example of where that something had already kind of happened to uh, these, these gentlemen. But even in the midst of their situation, so again, you know, you've got three examples. One is where that they are actually on the offense, okay? They're actually on the offense, the you know, children of Israel on the offense of taking ground when it came to the taking uh, uh, Jericho. King Jehoshaphat was on the defense because this army was coming out to attack him. And then I want you to see Paul and Silas. So Paul and Silas, in the middle of their imprisonment, they had just been, I believe, flogged and beaten, and they were put under arrest in the jail. If you notice that somewhere around the midnight hour, they started to sing praise and worship music, or praise and worship, they started singing praise and hymns, hymns or whatever it was, to their Heavenly Father, and God acted on their behalf. So I just gave you three different uh, scenarios of what you can utilize praise and worship as a weapon, as a weapon in your arsenal to combat the enemy. The enemy can do, you basically neutralize the enemy when you are actually not meditating on his maneuvers, but that you are actually refocusing on who your source is and what he has done for you and what he will do for you. And that was good what I just said right there. But gang, I'm telling you that if you can refocus yourself, that's why I just said, you know, what I said earlier, you can't worship and worry at the same time. Because what worry is, worry is meditating on the negative outcomes or worrying or meditating on what might happen negatively to you. That is what worry is. I had a situation that was just recently, uh, you know, happened, uh, happened to me and my wife totally had to, you know, she gave me just a great perspective on this. You know, I, I told her kind of what I was kind of dealing with and I was just Man, my mind was just racing. Uh, unfortunately, I, I was trying to take every thought into captivity, but it was just, it was every minute that I was, that I was having to take this, these thoughts into captivity. You know, um, I was going to have, I was going to need to have a conversation with a gentleman, and I wasn't really looking forward to it because I didn't know exactly what he needed to talk to me about. And, you know, my wife totally changed my perspective and said, look, you know, maybe, maybe he's got something positive. Have you ever thought about that, Tyler? Maybe he's got this great news that he wants to share with you that he just didn't have time to share with you at that moment. You know, 
get your mind out of the gutter of just being negative and, you know, get on the positive. And man, I appreciate my wife saying that to me because it changed. It really did change my perspective. I said, you know what? I'm going to think about great things. I'm going to think about positive things. You know what? Jesus loves me. And I know that I've got victory in every situation. I've got favor in every situation. And I can worship through this season. I can put my praise on and refocus myself. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, you know, guys, you know, if you have to, you know, put, put praise and worship music on in the background of your house and let it sit there and just play while you're away or while you're, you know, having dinner, just put it on a low setting, but have praise and worship music constantly playing in the background because it just creates an atmosphere in your home. Have praise and worship music in your car. You know, I, I'm just going to tell, tell you, turn off the radio. You know, if you're, if you're listening to a Christian radio station, quite honestly, a lot of times they, they've got, you know, great intentions, but it's majority of the time it's a lot of just negative. Oh, so-and-so's, you know, mean anyway, I, I don't listen to Christian radio. Let me just tell you that. I, I, it is a very, very, very last resort for me to listen to Christian radio because it's just so darn right negative. It really is negative. And I don't need my mind polluted with negative stuff. So I put, I put praise and worship music on. I put a, you know, a, a speaker that's going to uh, give me an uplifting message, maybe a, uh, a minister of the gospel or some kind of business audio that's uh, got a positive that's going to help me to create a, a positive mental attitude, a PMA. So guys, those are my thoughts right there. That's just Monday's little motiva motivation uh, for you right there to help you guys out to get through this week. Okay? Put your praise on. Get your praise on, baby. Get your worship on. Gang, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. Spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side.